0: KQED Public Radio in San Francisco, this is Forum. I'm Rachel Miro. We'll check in today with health officers from Napa and Sonoma Counties. What do they think of Biden's promise last night that states will make all adults eligible for vaccines by May 1st? Napa County is in the red tier, a big boon for a region we know is so dependent on tourism. But Sonoma County is still stuck in purple. Later in the hour, around $1.7 billion more in federal support. Is headed for the Bay Area's public transit agencies. They were struggling before the pandemic. We'll hear how these funds help avoid further service cuts and mass layoffs. All that's next on Form right after this news. Welcome to Forum, I'm Rachel Myro. Since the pandemic began a year ago, we've gone round the Bay Area, checking in periodically with public health officials. Today, we're talking with officials from Napa and Sonoma County. What's happening in the North Bay? Let's get the specifics on everything, from red and purple tiers and what they mean for business, to the vaccine rollout, to securing the health of all those who labor in the vineyards and the hotels and the restaurants. Joining us now, we have Dr. Sundari Mace, Sonoma County Public Health Officer, and Dr. Karen Relucio, Napa County Public Health Officer. Uh, First, Dr. Relucio, I've got to ask what what you made of President Biden's speech last night. Every adult eligible for the vaccine by May 1st.
2: Reactions? Well, I hope that there is enough vaccine in order to fulfill that promise.
0: Yep. Yep.
3: Dr. Mays? Yeah, I agree. I think it's uh, fantastic if uh, every single person who's eligible for the vaccine can get it at that time. If we had the vaccine supply, I would just be thrilled and I really hope it's forthcoming.
0: Dr. Mays, let's talk next about uh red and purple tears. You know, we, we've heard that there are a lot of breweries, wineries, distilleries around the state that might be opening uh, to greater capacity to on-site consumption uh, this Saturday. But is that going to be the story for Sonoma County? Well, we certainly
3: hope so. Um, as you uh, probably know, Sonoma County has actually been in the purple ever since the blueprint of um, framework was introduced last August so our county is really excited that our case uh, numbers and rates are dropping and that we may have a chance now to go into the red tier and and uh, do just what you said have uh, more indoor dining at 25% capacity and have our wineries and breweries also opening up
0: what's been what's been holding sonoma county back compared to, to Napa in particular
3: Yeah, you know, I think there's uh, sort of uh, multiple different things going on. Um, We do have, you know, different demographics from many of the other Bay Area counties. We're more uh, agrarian and have a lot more of the agricultural farm worker group that's been really disproportionately affected. I mean, in our county, the Latinx group has at one point had a nine times greater case rate than uh, those people who are self-described white non-Hispanic. I also think that we have tourism and uh, we're a bigger county um, uh, certainly than Napa. And we've also been testing, testing, testing and finding all those cases. So there's been a multiple reasons, I think why we've sort of been um, at higher case rates but this is exciting news for us that we'll be
0: hopefully uh, moving into a lower tier soon. Dr. Rilou showed it. Are, are you agreeing with with what you just heard?
2: Yeah, I have to agree. It, you know, with what I just heard, I think that um, you know, I know that Sonoma County has. We we have an agrarian, you know, uh, economy too, but there's more diversity in Sonoma County's agrarian economy, whereas ours is predominantly, um, you know, uh, uh, the wine industry. Um, you know, I think um, I have to. I think what's really exciting is that as we get more people vaccinated, especially those uh, that are in, are from disproportionately impacted uh, communities, uh, then uh, we are going to be able to see more of California open. Um, There will be shifts in the framework so that when we get to 2 million, which we're really close to, um, then it will uh, give more um, uh, counties uh, an opportunity to move from the purple tier to the red tier, Leading to you know the reopening of uh, restaurants, 25% indoors, uh, outdoor activities for wineries, um, and you know I, I think that this is going to be a good opportunity.
0: Let's talk vaccine allocation, as, as both of you were referencing earlier. A lot depends on when you can get your hands on more vaccine. Dr. Walusha, I mean, do you feel Napa County is, is getting its fair share, is getting it fast enough? What do you anticipate changing or not changing in the next few weeks?
2: Well, I think that, you know, as a, as an entire state, there hasn't been enough vaccine for the populations uh, that are prioritized for vaccination, um, and I think that you know I, I, would not say that we are unique in not having enough doses. Um, you know, the state has really been moving more towards um, vaccine, uh, allocating vaccine equitably, so more communities that are in, um, that have, a. Uh, Health, they, they have they're in the lower healthy places index they're getting more vaccine um so they're so we're probably going to see our allocations be a bit flat for the rest of march um but then in april it should rise uh, so i think we're looking forward to that and i can tell you that uh, we are really um prepared to take on the challenge of administering administering vaccines once our supply gets to you know the full supply, so we, you know, we're looking at we. We have the capacity to administer thirteen thousand four hundred doses a week between ourselves and our partners that are vaccinated.
3: Doctor Mace, yeah, I would agree uh, completely with what Doctor Relucio just said. We actually have been getting somewhere around seven to eight thousand doses of vaccine a week, and in the last few weeks, they've been almost entirely allocated for second doses. So we haven't been able to increase the numbers of people getting the first dose of vaccine. And we actually have the capacity through our healthcare partners to perform about 40,000 uh, vaccinations a week. And uh, so, you know, actually we're uh, well below that in terms of what we're administering. And if we had that vaccine, we we could just really, I think have a greater impact. The good news is, as Dr. Relucio said, Hopefully in April, we'll be getting a lot more vaccine and we can start vaccinating um, all the groups that uh, that need vaccine right away. Now, the allocation to the lower quartile in the state is really important because of uh, the health equity issues that exist. And I agree that that, uh, the more vulnerable populations really do need to be
0: prioritized for vaccination and agree that that's the way to roll this out. Well, we've been hearing in recent weeks about mm, problems, rollout problems uh, involving California's deal with Blue Shield. How is that impacting Sonoma County?
3: Well, right now, um, it hasn't impacted us at all because it's a transition that's happening. We're in regular uh, conversations with uh, third-party administrator Blue Shield and are really uh, hopeful that since our vaccine efforts so far have been so successful, that they'll simply use the existing framework and that we as the local health department will still be front and center in helping uh, to decide how vaccine is allocated to which partners and that it'll be a pretty smooth, ongoing success story. Dr. Relucio?
2: Now, like um, like Dr. Mesa said saying for Sonoma County, we're also in the transition period. You know, we have uh, received over 44,000 doses from the state that went to Napa County Public Health and, um, you know, over 22,000 that went to our hospitals. Um, and so, I, you know, what we're doing is um, Blue Shield is working with counties for us to help identify which vaccinators are able to vaccinate efficiently. Uh, who are vaccinating with health equity in mind, and um, they're able to also record doses timely. And um, the other part of this is every um, jurisdiction uh, that is going forward with this is also uh, onboarding our clinics onto MyTurn, which is a statewide system where people can register for vaccine, and we can also do scheduling uh, on that same platform, and it should also help with uh, the recording of doses in a more timely and accurate fashion.
0: Well, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of positivity from both of you, which is a good thing, I have to say. But but my next question is, are you expecting a fourth surge because of the so-called UK variant? Dr. Walucha?
2: I don't think it's off the table. I mean, um, you know, I've noticed when we look at our cases, although they're down, we are still, we're in the same place that we were with the summer surge. So it's, you know, I don't, I don't think it's off the table. And at this point, it's important for the public to double down and to keep, you know, um, practicing, you know, the three W's, wear wear a mask, wash your hands, watch your distance.
0: The three W's, Dr. Mace, is that your assessment as well?
3: Uh, Yeah, I completely agree. I I think it's hard to predict what will happen because we really don't know how these variants are going to impact um, us uh, clinically in the terms of numbers of cases and potential for the vaccine not being as effective against these variants. Uh, So we need to be cautious. Right now in Sonoma County, we have vaccinated 168,000, we've given 168,000 vaccines and about 16% of the population has received one dose and uh, 12% have been fully vaccinated but that means we still have quite a ways to go and everybody needs to still use precautions as Dr. Relucio said, the three Ws as well as getting tested because uh, as we know, there's still a lot of people who could get COVID and be asymptomatic and still pass the COVID on to others, family, friends and the rest of the community. So um, we wanna see people getting tested if they're concerned that they've had an exposure, if they are feeling ill at all, if there's any reason at all, they um, should get tested. In fact, surveillance testing is not a bad idea. Every month or so, if you're a essential worker, that sort of thing. And then the three W's, of course, as Dr. Alushio mentioned.
0: Uh, we're talking about coronavirus in the North Bay with Dr. Sundry Mace, Sonoma County Public Health Officer, and Dr. Karen Roluscio, Napa County Public Health Officer. What are your questions about coronavirus reopening and vaccine distribution in Napa and Sonoma counties uh, in the next couple of weeks, in the next couple of months through the summer? Give us a call at 866-733-6786. And now that you've got your phone at the ready, 866-733-6786. You can also get in touch with us on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum, monitoring those accounts to get your comments and questions in. You can, of course, email your questions to forum at kqed.org. But whatever you do, stay with us.
1: You're listening to Forum. I'm Rachel
0: Myrow, and we're talking about the coronavirus pandemic in the North Bay with Dr. Sundari Mace, Sonoma County Public Health Officer, and Dr. Karen Roluscio, Napa County Public Health Officer. What are your questions about the pandemic for these two officials? Give us a call at 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. We're also monitoring our Twitter accounts if you want to tweet us like Mina did. What's the bar for safety of restaurant workers regarding inside dining? Most of my co-workers aren't vaccinated. I've had my first shot and I'm very stressed.
2: Uh, Dr. Walucia? any thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I know that, you know, food and agriculture are part of the priority groups for vaccination. You know, that being said, we are also dealing with the fact that we don't have enough vaccine to give all the doses that are needed in order to fulfill, um, you know, vaccinating that industry. That being said, you know, the the indoor restrictions to 25 percent capacity indoors and making sure that you know, people are mostly dining outdoors and that uh, they have judicious use of masks uh, between, you know, when they're not eating or drinking, they should put masks back on. And it's not just, you know, to pre- protect themselves, but it's to protect others that are um, working and, uh, and dining in the restaurants. Holly writes, why haven't we learned from the past reopenings? There's
0: always a surge after. And then we have to shut down again. Yes, more and more people are getting vaccinated, which is great, but we're not there yet. And there are more contagious variants. And spring break is coming when a lot of people misbehave. Uh, let's not start team contact sports, open restaurants, etc. cetera. Focus on opening schools for now. Uh, I, I guess, Dr. Walucio, because Napa County is one where we've seen indoor dining return, uh, you
2: know, any thoughts on that? The it is it is really a balance. You know, I think that uh, health is not just the absence of COVID. But it's all of the other factors that um, you know, you know, mental health, physical health, so and economic health. Um, if we, you know, if we um, have people that are still out of work, or um, you know, I, I think that just has other prop, other health problems that uh, that you know go into the mix. So it is a balance, and it's really tough because we do take that that chance. But I think that. Um, you Know in terms of vaccinations, it is helping, we are seeing a difference. Um, and um, and I, I think that that part gives me hope.
0: Uh, Dr. Mace, I'm just wondering thinking about schools with that last comment, how do you feel, <laughs> or maybe or what do you think about reopening schools at this point?
3: Well, I think it's really important, and in fact, in Sonoma County, uh, we've already reviewed reopening plans for uh, 30, 35 of our K through six schools and reopened them. And we're looking forward as we move into the red tier to get our seven through 12 schools open also. It's really important for the mental and physical health of students. And, um, you know, I think teachers, educators uh, are getting vaccinated. We've gotten our uh, Sonoma County Office of Education has gotten 8,000 Uh, of of their educators with at least one dose of vaccine and many with fully vaccinated at this point. So it's really important for our um, education system and to get people, as Dr. Walucio said, it's not just about COVID health. There's other forms of health that we
0: really need to pay attention to. How many days, uh, Dr. Mace, how many days a week are your K through six students in school?
3: Well, you know, not all of them have opened yet. They have reopening plans and there's been different uh, plans that have been submitted. Uh, most of them are kind of hybrid plans where they're there for a shorter time during the day and maybe just two days a week and different cohorts. And, you know, we have a whole team that's reviewing these plans and offering recommendations and what the safest way for schools to reopen at this time is, and that does also involve um, some surveillance testing of the schools. And so, you know, it, it, we are trying to do this as safely as possible.
0: Uh, Dr. Walusho, any thoughts about Napa County?
2: Yeah, so our schools have been in hybrid learning since September. Um, and, you know, it does, the degree to which they're open really does depend on the size and the budget of the school because the physical distancing requirements um, does, you know, It does impact the way that space is used. So our largest school district had been um, open uh, for in-person learning, um, you know, two days a week, and it's alternating. uh, So, you know, a parent might bring their kids to school like Monday, Wednesday, and then another set of parents Tuesday, Thursday. Uh, Just this month, they started uh, having more more in-person learning sessions. And then our other school districts that are smaller, they've been... You know opening um some of them are open completely uh where they have a full classroom size but once again they are small we had one school this uh, one school district that did not open because uh, they had a disproportionately high number of cases in the community so they chose to you know uh to have limited uh, school reopenings but i'm happy to say that they finally are able to open in a hybrid fashion as well and then our private schools have been open for in-person learning, uh, pretty much to full capacity since since um, September.
0: Since September. Well, the phones are lighting up now, so let's go to one right away. Let's talk to Rob in Sonoma County.
3: Hi. I was curious about the... Uh, everybody talks about the positivity rates relative to the tiers. I was curious about the testing rate in Sonoma County relative to other Bay Area counties. Is that tracked? And... How does it compare? Yeah, thanks for that question, uh, Rob. So uh, absolutely, uh, you know, there's a state median of uh, the number of tests being performed per 100,000 population. And Sonoma County has pretty much been above the state median um, uh, throughout. And although our testing has dropped off, and it's because people really aren't going out to get tested, the demand for testing we find in Sonoma County has dropped significantly uh, over the past couple of months. Our OptumServe testing sites, which are the state-run testing sites, were at 100% capacity in December, and uh, even in early January, and now those sites are running at about 30% capacity. So although testing has dropped off, that's a statewide phenomenon, and we are still above the median and getting an adjustment factor for our case rate because we are above the state median of testing of about 0.8 or 0.9. So the the state actually rewards counties for testing more, and uh, we are able to stay above that state median for now.
0: Thank you for that question, Rob. Susan writes, I live in Santa Rosa, work at home and wear my mask anytime I must go into any establishment such as the grocery store. But when I walk my dog, I always see young people, at times homeless people without any mask, not just on their face, but they obviously don't have one with them. My neighbors who live here all walk with masks either on their faces or ready to don them when they see someone coming. But those who don't live here rarely wear them. So, Dr. Mays, we're, we're hearing some presumptions there, but, but also a concern that not everybody's on board with those three W's we were talking about earlier?
3: Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's an observation that uh, a lot of people have noted. And I think just educating people on the importance of really um, sticking to our mitigation measures is really important. Um, but I, I I, would tell um, someone like this caller that if you feel unsafe in a setting, don't be there. In other words, if you walk into a store and you find that people are not wearing their masks and not uh, socially distancing, then maybe you can make that decision that you don't want to put yourself in that position. Or same with, say, uh, dining outdoors right now in a restaurant. So we have to all make our good choices. And we will continue from the public health department side to get the message out in every uh, form that we can how important it is to abide by the mitigation measures such as the facial covering, social distancing, and general hygiene.
0: Let's talk next to Jake in Oakland.
3: Uh, Hi, Um, I'm an essential worker, and I'm between 50 and 64, and I was in Category 1C for uh, getting my vaccine. But now they've changed the rules, and I'm not. In that category anymore, and I'm wondering, is there a way to find out when I would be eligible to receive the vaccines?
2: Uh, either one of you, uh, Dr. Walucha. Sure. Um, you know, one way to to make sure that you're signed up is to sign up on my turn, um, and I, you know, at starting on Monday. Um, Vaccine eligibility is opening up for people that are aged 16 to 64 years of age with underlying high-risk medical conditions. Um, So so that part opens up. But if you don't have underlying medical conditions, then then, I think it'll depend on the sector in which you work.
0: Marguerite writes, did Napa County reach out to wineries ahead of the rest of the community and vaccinate winery workers first, including
2: executive and office workers? Yeah, I, you know, I think we tried to vaccinate everybody that is in phase 1B. So, uh, you know, reaching out to 65 plus emergency service workers and education and child care. Uh, we do allocate vaccines to various um vaccinators, uh, health care entities. Um, and, um, you know, we are trying to divide and conquer as we get through phase 1B.
0: Here's a question now uh, regarding Sonoma County. Corey writes, what's going on with West County Health Center? Seems like they were being scheduled and allocated to the public. And suddenly some process was put in place to allocate doses to partnership organizations and public scheduling was discontinued. Uh seems like they're being allocated only to large organization wineries. So we hear that one again. Yeah. Dr. Mays.
3: Yeah, we're really trying to ensure that working through our healthcare partners, that we're reaching the priority groups. And, um, you know, some entities are receiving uh, vaccine directly. Uh, for example, the, um, uh, hospital, large, large hospitals, um, we are working closely with our federally qualified health centers like West County to ensure that the vaccine is really reaching uh, the public. So I'm not certain of the specifics of what uh, the caller is stating, but we are working within the equity framework to ensure that we are reaching the populations that are in line and trying to make sure that nobody is jumping tiers.
0: Uh, yeah. Matthew writes kind of in a similar vein, I am 63 and waiting patiently for my turn, but the West County Health website has no timeline. Is it realistic at this point that I will get my first shot by May 1st? Are there other options for me other than my local county provider? You know, I'm going to have to say what Dr. Relucio said, that this is really about
3: vaccine supply. And there has been a halt in our ability to give First doses to people in the last several weeks as a result of the limited supply of vaccine that we're receiving. And unfortunately, this is going to last through March. I am hopeful, however, that we will see
0: more vaccine in April and that everybody uh, then will have a better chance of getting their vaccine. You know, this this raises something, Dr. Mace, uh, a misperception I I think might be quite widespread after the president's announcement last night, being eligible for the vaccine is not the same thing as your county having the vaccine to give you. Yeah, that's a
3: lesson we've definitely learned because uh, really the limited vaccine supply um, translates into uh, a lot fewer people who are eligible being actually able to receive that vaccine. We've tried really hard to prioritize vaccine for those who have been hardest hit in terms of mortality. And I'm very happy to say have been very successful in vaccinating the um, elderly people in our skilled nursing facilities and other congregate settings. And we've seen a uh, plummet in the negative outcomes, such as death in those settings. And, um, you know, I'm really happy we've been able to do that, but now we just really
0: need the vaccine to get it out to others. Jane writes, I wanted to see if Dr. Relucio would comment on her feelings about the resumption of high school sports.
2: Yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, my my biggest priority was to make sure that schools are reopened. And um, I, I do have to admit that, you know, the resumption of high school sports makes me a little nervous, mainly because um, we don't, you know, we want to make sure that schools can remain open because education is really first and foremost. But that being said, you know we do have people that really are willing to do what it takes to ensure safety with the uh, youth sports protocols, uh, including frequent testing and um, you know and and making sure that there is a fixed cohorting uh, in order to uh, prevent uh, transmission and then, you know, expedient closure of a cohort, meaning you know they they don't play. Um, if anyone tests positive in that cohort, so I think there's a lot of measures that are being done, uh, including and of course double ma- you know of course masking if at all possible you know depending on the sports and uh, we're just trying to you know our, our schools are working very carefully and meticulously to ensure that uh, when youth Sports is open that it's done in a way that is safe. Let's take another call
0: now, Nick in Sonoma.
2: Hi, Hello. Nick.
0: Hi. Uh,
3: Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, I am a uh, vineyard worker here in Sonoma County um, and just wanted to address a uh, previous question uh, that was partially answered, um, which is, um, yes, um, uh, all winery workers are getting vaccinated, including executives um, in all levels. um, So that is not um, exclusive to uh, workers in the vineyard. Um, so I just wanted to make that clear, and thank you. I will take my
0: uh, comments off the air. Any thoughts on that, Doctor Mays?
3: Well, I think as Doctor Raducio said, you know, we are um, vaccinating groups as they come up, and we're allocating vaccine to our partners um, and giving recommendations and and uh, guidance for that process. Um, and um, I'm sure what the caller said is uh, true, and we're just trying to get as many people vaccinated as possible.
0: Uh, Dr. Relucio, here's a question I, I have. I, I wonder if you've received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine yet. And is there any concern that, you know, members of the public are not going to want the J&J?
2: You know, at this time, um, you know, the vaccine that that is available to you is the one that you should take. Um, it's, you know, I, I know that there's the whole um, issue about the efficacy, but, you know, it's not... Um, I think that the only way to evaluate whether um, this vaccine is, you know, superior or inferior to others is to do a head-to-head clinical trial. And um, you know, they, um, to be fair, you know, the Johnson Johnson vaccine clinical trials happened during a surge and during the time where variants uh, were circulating. Um, So, um, but that being said, all three vaccines are very highly efficacious. And in um, you know preventing um, COVID nineteen disease and complications from COVID nineteen disease, so I think it's really important to you know to note that uh, you take the vaccine that is available.
0: Richard asks: As public health officials, have you faced political and or public pressure to loosen restrictions? I'll put that to you, Doctor Mace. Well, you know,
3: um, I think we. Um, tried to do the right thing, and in and what's correct for the public and the public's health. And uh, I'm sure Dr. Relucio and I have both sort of followed those principles and held tight to um, trying to implement the orders that we think are uh, really important. For the public. Getting
0: back to the. Uh, uh, no, I'll, I'll stop you right there because we're headed into a post. But we'll come. We'll get right back to you. That's Dr. Sundry Mace, Sonoma County Public Health Officer, and talking with Dr. Karen Volusio, Napa County Public Health Officer, about the coronavirus pandemic in the North Bay. Thank you both so much for joining us, and stay with us. We're about to talk about public transportation next. You're listening to Forum. I'm Rachel Myro.